Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Good morning. If you'll kindly turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 12 this morning, a message entitled, Burning the Midnight Oil. Luke chapter 12, verse 37. Blessed are those servants who, when the master, whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. Wow. Jesus will, will bring us to the chamber and he will serve us at a banquet. What is that going to be like? Magnificent. I feel a little bit like Peter. Oh, Lord, I have no, you have no business washing my feet. You have no business serving me. That's how I feel. But this is his love for us, guys. How beautiful is that? Verse 38, and if he should come in the second watch, this is between midnight and three, or come in the third watch, that's between three and six a.m., and find them so, blessed are those servants. We don't know the day or the hour he's coming. It will be different for different people, honestly. Some people will be gotten in the middle of the night. Some people will be gotten in the middle of the day. Why? Because there's time zones, right? And so Jesus actually outlines that in in Luke chapter 17. He says, I tell you, in that night, there will be two men in one bed, and one will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding together, and one will be taken, the other left. And two men will be in the field, one will be taken, the other left. That's Luke 17, 34 through 36. So he's going to have two people in the middle of the night, two people grinding meal in the morning for bread, two women grinding for bread, and then two guys working in the, in the middle of the day in the field, and one's going to be taking the other left. And so he accounts for all the time zones. So you don't know what hour is going to be. Last night, I, I made a mistake. I told them that it was going to be 8 a.m. for us because you figure it's going to be midnight for Jerusalem, right? But then I actually counted the wrong way. I was thinking, there, we're eight, 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 eight hours behind them, but actually they're eight hours ahead of us. And so it would be something like 4 a.m. But... Now you know it's not going to happen at 4 a.m. Because I just said that. It says, verse 39, But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So don't expect it at 4 a.m. It's going to come at an hour. Here's the thing, gang. When we think of all the scenarios of Jesus' return, which options do we have that his return will be totally unexpected? If we believe that Jesus is going to come at mid-trib, you know, which a lot of people do, and you know, that's fine if you want to believe that. But if you believe it's going to be at mid-trib, then all you have to do is watch for the signing of the peace treaty by the Antichrist with Israel and many other nations. Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, I believe it is. And then you just count 1,260 days. And that's when the rapture is going to take place or right in around that time, that time or season. Or, if you think it's at post-trip, 
then you just wait for the middle of the tribulation when you see the abomination of desolation count 1,260 days, and it's going to happen at the end of the tribulation. But you know the times and the seasons, or if it's going to happen pre-wrath, which is somewhere towards the end, but not quite all the way to the end, then you know it's going to be sometime around there. That's not unexpected. What belief can you have, could you hold, that Jesus could come back at any moment in an hour you do not expect? The only one I know of is a pre-trib belief in the rapture, that Jesus is going to come back before the seven years that are appointed for God's promises to Israel, those last seven years that he's appointed for, for your people, Daniel, and your holy city, Daniel 9.24 tells us. And so, the only one, the only belief system that I can hold in good conscience as a pastor is that Jesus could come back at any minute. I feel like I'd be doing you wrong if I said he could come back at any other time than just any moment, or if I try to put a timeline on it. Why? Because I want you to be ready. There's a purifying effect to believe that Jesus could come back at any second. That I don't have to wait for something to happen or something to take place in the world or the Antichrist to be revealed or something like that. If I believe Jesus could come back at any moment, And I look at the world that we live in, and I see now that the technology is there, the the technology has finally caught up to the Bible. Do you realize that this month was the month that the last country signed on to receive Starlink so that they can have Starlink in remote locations in villages in the middle of nowhere and get full access to high-speed internet? India was the last holdout, and they approved it, I believe, this month, unless there had been some delay. And now every tribe, tongue, and nation would be able to see the two prophets slain in the middle of Jerusalem. Every eye should be able to see what happens in the Holy of Holies on their smartphone or computer or TV in an instant because everyone will have access. Finally, technology is caught up to the Bible. And so I believe we live in the last days. I believe we are very close to something very profound. Verse 41, it says, Then Peter said to him, Lord, do you speak this parable only to us or to all people? And the Lord said, who then is a faithful and wise steward of whom the master will make ruler over his household and give them their portion of food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom the master will find doing when he comes. So to answer Peter's question, this isn't just the 12 apostles, but this is anyone who is a faithful and wise servant. But there he connects the idea of watching in verse 37 to doing in verse 43, meaning that I am, I am watching by the way that I live my life. It's not, when he says watch and be ready, doesn't mean like every few minutes you look out to the east, into the sky. I mean, he's going to come in a flash in the twinkling of an eye. You know, it's not going to be something that you're going to be able to see. Oh, I think Jesus is coming. He's, there's a dot in the sky. It's coming this way. You think that's him? It's not going to be like that. So he's not talking about being alert every time you go outside. or He's talking about the way you live your life. With your heart ready, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You have the fire burning and your feet are ready to move. You're ready to go. You're walking the path that you're supposed to be walking because you're, 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 you're girded to move. And so Jesus spells this out for us in his parable of the talents. And of course, you remember the parable of the talents. The, the man went away to a far country. He left amounts of money to each of his servants, 10 talents, five talents, and then one talent. Of course, the man with 10 talents gained 10 more. The guy with five talents gained five more. And the guy with one talent says, you're a, a, a scary master. I hid my talent in the ground because I didn't, I, I didn't want to lose it. And, the, and he says, you wicked servant. 
And he took his talent away and he gave it to the other guy. And it says he was cast into outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's a scary thought. So just like the parable of the talents in verse 44, he says, Truly I say to you that he will make him ruler over all he has. Of course, the man with the ten talents was made a ruler over ten cities, and the man with five talents was made ruler over five cities. And that's what we're going to receive as part of our reward. Not just that Jesus is going to give us a mansion and a banquet, and that he's going to serve us, and he's going to... But we are going to inherit everything he inherits. That's what the Bible tells us. We are inheriting all things. We will rule and reign with him. He tells the church in Thyatira, Jesus says to the church in Thyatira, Revelation chapter 22, verse 26 and 27, He who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. Wow, that word works there is pretty bold, isn't it? He shall rule them with a rod of iron. He shall dash them to pieces like potter's vessels, as I also receive from my Father. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2 through 3 says, Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you worthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we, will, we shall judge angels? I remember the first time I read that, I was like, I didn't know that. You know, we're going to judge angels? Seriously? How much more the things that pertain to this life? We have a lot in store for us. Your service and diligence now will be rewarded. You know, and, and that's what he was talking about when he was talking about living for this life and what I'm going to eat and what I'm going to drink and all those things, and what I'm going to wear, all those things that, that the Gentiles, the nations live for. He says, don't you live for those things. You seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all those things will be given to you. But, but now he's saying that I'm not just going to give those things to you, but I'm also going to reward you for the work that you do as you set your mind on Jesus and you set your, your mind on things above and not in this world, that your life is hid with Christ in God and that's where we need to live. And so verse 45, he says, but if the servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and be drunk. He says, the master of that servant will come on a day that he's not looking for him. Do you hold a theology that says the rapture, the first resurrection couldn't happen today? Cast that away. I don't think it's a salvation issue. In fact, I, I don't mind if you hold a different view, but I think that it, it can be dangerous because there is a tendency in our hearts to think, I have time. But what you don't realize, oh foolish person who says, I have time, is that your day could be required tomorrow. The Lord could come for you tomorrow in rapture, or you could just have a massive stroke. Or as, as Audio Adrenaline said, you know, if a DC-10 fell on your head and you're laying on the ground on Messy and Dead or a Mack truck ran over you, you suddenly die in your Sunday pew. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208 365 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.